0: disclaimer we know nothing really about formula one sometimes we make wild accusations and wild ideas based on only what we think might be true i like to be very clear in the fact that we are not experts and we have no idea what we're talking about welcome to it's the fucking catalonia wind mixer i'm only talking about the barcelona grand prix
1: what a name what a name for a podcast
0: i know i was right off with it uh welcome to the f1 purple rain podcast um, with me, Dominic, and...
1: And me, Ryan.
0: How's your week been, Ryan?
1: Well, I think you can tell by the sound of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> How have I weeks been?
0: I know the listeners can't see you, but trust me, he looks like he's auditioned for a part in uh, Walking Dead.
1: Uh, I, I feel so, so bad. <laughs>
0: it's just... <laughs> it's cross between White Walker and Walking Dead. He looks
1: awful. <laughs> I do not actually feel that bad yesterday when I was coming back. And I just woke up today, like going to suffer. I feel like shit. It's absolutely dreadful.
0: I mean, there is an age gap between me and you, but I think it's the first time in a long time I've looked at you and thought, "I look, I look younger than you."
1: <laughs> I feel, yeah. I feel oh, so old. You look like a tea bag. My body is absolutely ruined, like,
0: <laughs> and not one that's been in, uh, not one that's in a cup of tea. I wonder about one that you leave on the on the kitchen sink after you've used it. <coughs>
1: you
0: sat there a week. You look like an old tea bag. <laughs>
1: hopefully, hopefully, I'll not cough too much during this podcast. But I was on a stag doing better dorm, and it's uh, yeah, it's wrecked me, it's absolutely destroyed me,
0: yeah. And this is why we didn't do a put a put bonus out uh last week just for the listeners to know. We were uh, decided to take a little break and let Ryan enjoy his holiday. Um, but we have got some things recorded in the can. We've got another episode uh, of bullshit or plausible waiting, ready, ready to go,
1: pre preloaded, just loaded.
0: So Ryan, uh, did you see some of the news this week? Um, Aston Martin have been accused of copying Red Bull, even though they're still dog shit.
1: <laughs> well, let me see. Their car is pretty much the exact same as Red Bull.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean it looks identical. Doesn't doesn't mean it performs identical. You know, yeah. you know what it reminds me of? Ma- Madame Two Swords when you have a wax, <laughs> a wax makeup. <laughs> That's what it is. It looks the same, but it's actually made of wax.
1: It's just metal. Like the car was so different. And then there's like a side by side photo of them, and you're like, seriously, which one's which? I mean, obviously, Christian Horner is just absolutely raging.
0: Of course, of course, he's got he's got so much to worry about within the team, other teams. That's his job. Should be uh, the worryer of other, what other teams are up to, managing director. It's all, he, all uh, Christian Horner, the media whore, it's all he worries about. He's not worried about their own performance. He's just worried about what other teams are doing. And do you know what? They got in trouble with it last year as well because I think Christian Horner complained that, or someone was complaining, they copied the brake ducks from Mercedes. Now they're being complained they look identical to the Red Bull. I mean,
1: well, wasn't, wasn't it like basically their entire car was just basically the the year before Mercedes, just with, with pink three on it?
0: Yeah, they called it the pink Mercedes. So. Yeah.
1: This is obviously going to be the green, rel- the green Red Bull, isn't it?
0: But you have to, I mean, on some level, like there has to be some leeway because they, I mean, Mercedes, when they were at the top of their game, they lost all of their engineers. Like um, all the other teams were headhunting and stealing them. And if they bring the, their own ideas into their team, then on some level, you have mm-hmm. to think, well.
1: And I think that's what happened to Aston Martin, though, wasn't it? Like they took some engineers from Red Bull, didn't they?
0: Yeah, they did, and I'm sure some some from Mercedes went to Red Bull.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think either the engineers who went to Aston Martin just are actually like decent, or they just stole all the software.
0: I mean, like, oh, uh,
1: who left? Who left the design of this car lying around?
0: <laughs> I, mean, I know it's intellectual intellectual property from when you work for the company. You're not allowed to take it to another. But well,
1: that's what uh, they're calling it, and it? that's what they're saying. So it's. it's They're going to launch an investigation.
0: I mean, nothing really came of them with the brake ducts. I mean, they had to revert back, I think. But yeah, let's see. I mean, they're not exactly faster. So let them get on with it. They're dead last. Going to be recorded a super hot race, this race. It's going to be like 37 degrees track temperature, which basically means the tyre is going to melt.
1: Yeah, the Sphinx beatings having like a heat wave at the minute. That's going to be
0: mad. It's going to be interesting to see the tyre strategies. It's definitely not going to be possible to do a... um, one stop.
1: That's why I'm fucked as well. Heatwave.
0: So, did you also see this week about the um, Merc upgrades? They've uh, basically they've thrown everything at it. Now, if this is um, not going to work. This is their biggest upgrade.
1: Apparently, the upgrades are going to be are going to be good.
0: Barcelona qualifying the fucking Catalonia wind. Oh no, I can't say it's the wind mixer yet. Can I? Spain qualifying. I the you already said the very get of the podcast. I uh, realised. just realised now that I can't. Well, I can, can I? What do you think? Yeah,
1: fuck it. Everyone, we're recording this on the Tuesday after the race.
0: <laughs> right. Like it, It's the fucking Catalonia wind mixer, also known as the Barcelona qualifying.
1: <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it there.
0: Um, qualifying. What's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, so the qualifying. What about that for a lap from Charles Leclerc at the end? After spinning, I yeah. thought, see, when he spun, I was like, He's done it. He's actually went and wrecked it already.
0: I couldn't believe when he span as well. I was like, what what uh It's just and the commentators made the same comment I was thinking, they were like, he just makes so many mistakes. Like, don't get me wrong, he's been phenomenal this year, but he still always yeah. makes so many mistakes.
1: Like every week you can at least put it on that a fire go make some sort of mistake.
0: Oh wow, if you if you if you tie it up in a nice bow as a team <laughs> It'd be like 90, <laughs> yeah. 90% signs, 10% Leclerc. But in but, general, Leclerc is bound to fluff it at some point.
1: But to be fair, the lap after he spun was unreal. Well, like His lap was 1.1 second faster than anything else he'd done the whole day.
0: Yeah, that's mad. And where he spun, I was a bit surprised about as well. It's like it was on the, uh, the chicane right at the end, wasn't it? I just He just took too, too much curve coming in, didn't he? Yeah. And just binned it a little bit. But... That was like the last corners of the of his lap, and I was just thinking like, "Oh, like you'd be kicking yourself so hard knowing that like you just had to two corners to go, and he would have got the lap done and at least put something on the board." But I don't like think, you said, was it not was it not his out
1: lap, or was it, is it that lap he was actually pushing on? Cause I don't think he's. I don't actually think he's gone that quick.
0: No, you might be right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I usually
0: am. I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, on an, lap, and on an out lap as well. It's just so stupid to, to spin off. That reminds me of when Bottas was up behind the safety car and spin, span out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Warming his ties up. <laughs> Idiot.
1: Imbecile, like. But it was good to see Charles Leclerc up there again. And obviously Verstappen did have a great day, like with his uh, DRS that opening.
0: Yeah, he's been uh, struggling with the car this weekend.
1: Mm.
0: But I, apparently I read as well, I don't know if you saw the same thing about this. They've introduced new rules this weekend about... Um, how much of a gap you keep between yourself and the cars in front when you're going out to do your lap in the pit lane. Have you seen that?
1: Yeah, you're not allowed to, like, um, basically just leave your box, are you? And then go straight to the line and then just sit there. Yeah. You have to to drive out straight away.
0: But they didn't really announce it properly. Like, there wasn't a huge announcement, but teams were sort of trying to follow it. I don't know how... Try- I don't maybe they're trying to uh, crack down on what some of the things that have happened like in Miami, where they just ended up with five cars abreast all parked on one corner at the end.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's like, there's always like carnage in qualifying. It's just, they need to do something about it. Like, cause it's just wrecking like people not be able to set the times and all like, cause like, do you see Alonso? couldn't set his like, good enough last um, flying lap because he tried to overtake Norris and Norris has cut him off. Yeah because he's on his outlap there's nothing to do about
0: it yeah exactly yeah it's because he wasn't on a flying lap he was then and
1: then he admitted later on that he thought there was only one or two seconds left of the um of the session but there's actually 20. so yeah. he's like if i knew that i would have just sat back and just made myself better
0: that's just bad communication from the team as well isn't it but um part of me Part of me wrote down, I put it in my notes as well, part of me reckons Alonso purposely started at the back so he can retake the crown of the most overtakes from the start. What do you think? (laughs) Well, he was was in the lead at the start of the season, wasn't he? And then he dropped back behind Stroll and Vettel, I think. And now, um, yeah, I mean, he only needs a few more than those two. But uh, yeah, of course, why not? Why not? Heard it here first. Alonso intentionally started at the back to get the most overtakes.
1: I think he started batting getting to get a new engine, but sure, we'll go with your overtake theory instead.
0: <laughs> Just intentionally bend it.
1: But uh, it wasn't a great day for Latifi. Last, again.
0: Strange that. Yeah,
1: yeah he's easy qualifier. Easy mix of the Q3. Um, but out, out last, you know. And then Al- Albon, 19th. Again, not a, not a great day for Williams. Like, And then Lance Stroll. Yeah, that wasn't great. Idea. 18th for Lance Stroll. in this. New and improved, newly designed, um radical design, you'd say, of the Aston Martin.
0: Radical, yeah. In, uh like pure um what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not pure initiative, I suppose. They just came out of it from out of the blue. No influence. Yeah, yeah. Pure it's creative. Like,
1: yeah, it's like it's like mad, like the uh Mercedes no no like side pods, what they've done. And there's stroll in eighteenth and then Vettel in sixteenth. Yeah, so stroll. Nothing really um, to say apart from we had an unsafe release. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, and you drove into. Um, oh my three? God, who was I? can't, even,
1: I can't even remember who it was.
0: I didn't write it down.
1: I just really had an unsafe release. Uh, well, someone will tell us.
0: Yeah, write in at f1pubrain uh, <laughs> at gmail.com because uh, we obviously didn't clock exactly who he ran into. <laughs> yeah. but he, didn't, he didn't get a penalty for that because. Um, yes.
1: It just, just, just said it was going to be investigated afterwards, but that was it. They
0: yeah, let it slide. But normally, he pretty strict on the penalties for those. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: and then Alonso in 17th. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, not a great day for him, but just he was serious. held up by Lando it's, Norris.
0: Yeah. yeah. Look, had loads of horrible traffic. But uh, yeah, I think the team fucked up
1: there. Mm-hmm. And then 16th, Sebastian Vettel again in a radical design, Aston Martin. At, radical. Hasn't really done much, you know. So not a great day in terms of qualifying for Aston Martin. No, they look, used to, to be down there now, like so.
0: They look like uh, second worst team of the yeah, moment.
1: They don't, they don't look great. And then uh, 15th was... Oh, shit. Was, was you? Me? 15th was you. <laughs> yeah. 15th was you. Uh, 14th was Pierre Gasly. What a shocking day he had. But he didn't drive at all on Saturday morning. He did take part in FP3.
0: Well, some of the, a lot of uh drivers didn't take part in some of the practices this uh because they you because it's a testing track in general. Uh, a lot of teams have to have a young as part of the young driver program have to give a practice to a young driver uh during the season. Well, I say yeah. young driver, but uh, I did see that Robert Kubica had a run in, so <laughs> I wouldn't call him a young driver. Oh, is he
1: is he up and coming driver? Is he
0: yeah, he's up and coming, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, he's like older than the rest of the grid. <laughs> Up and coming.
1: Yeah, it's he like was... it's like Pastor Maldonado came and like drove for the weekend.
0: He was at the race weekend. Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: I okay. seen him
0: because he won what like ten years ago or something. Yeah, so in twenty
1: twelve. Yeah.
0: Oh, Pastor Maldonado, classic, uh, and also yeah. So Robert Kibitsa, hilarious.
1: Yuki Tsunoda in thirteenth. There's there's Yuki um outpacing Gasly.
0: Again, I just feel like Gasly's losing confidence. I don't know what it is, but he's slowly dropping behind Sonoda. Sonoda is chipping away and a little workhorse. He's just he's just um yeah, he's overtaking Gasly, it looks like now, doesn't it? And uh yeah. Interesting dynamics in that team that, that's changed because Gasly looked on fire the last season in comparison. Oh. Um Definitely. Now, well, they're just nowhere. And at the start of the season, you'd also argue that the Alpha Tauris look pretty strong because they're running the Red Bull powertrain. But they've dropped right back since the start. Interesting that what's going on in Alfa Tauri, they're going the wrong way.
1: Yeah, uh, and then Ocon in 12th. Did you see who, what he said? He to came on the radio and says that they're um, given, they're throwing away time.
0: Yeah, he said to the team, they're leaving a lot of time on the table. Well, I think it was but his he, words.
1: But he wouldn't say what it was?
0: No. I was wondering if you saw uh, Ted's qualifying, uh, qualifying notebook because I was hoping maybe we were getting more information on that. But uh, what I, from what I understood from Gossip, was it they reckon it's to do with downforce package, but um, he reckons there's lots left on the table. Interesting. Um, yeah. It's really interesting.
1: Yeah, because his qualifying time didn't really show that it was, but maybe it's like any upgrade or something that they were supposed to bring, but then didn't. But I'm sure we'll find out. And then Lando Norris, 11th. Originally qualified tenth, but was pushed down because he had a he had a time deleted for track limits.
0: Well, I think he actually qualified higher than tenth before his uh, time was deleted because I think he was above Ricardo.
1: Oh, he was. Yes, he was. He was like sixth or seventh, wasn't
0: he? Yeah. And then yeah, gotten pushed back. I mean, I saw the result before because I get the notification on my phone. I saw the result before I actually got the chance to watch qualifying. And I was like, oh, come on, Ricardo! Finally, out-qualifying. He's, come on, he's getting it back. He's fucking." And then when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay. Norris had a time deleted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dead, dead happy for Ricardo. He's out-qualified Norris. I was like, oh, come on, get in. Finally, he's getting the grips with the car. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, Norris. Norris went out the track by millimeters off the track. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay.
1: I was literally like the smallest gap that they've yeah. seen. But then they also, but then the Crofton were like, actually, know the stewards have like still cameras mm-hmm. on the corners and all, so they can see much better than what they do.
0: I mean, track limits, track limits, and you cross if you if you if you the way you not should you shouldn't be, then fair play. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, good for Ricardo because the the record book would show that he uh, outqualified him. So
1: yeah, and that's all he cares about. So.
0: Oh, yeah, well, he needs every little pat on the back he can. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, I'll go from 10. Uh, Mick Schumacher, he... Oh, well, firstly, let's just say, first time he's qualified in the top 10, that's a fantastic result for Haas. Fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Both cars in the top 10, that is mental. Uh, he was running... Uh, he did actually pick up a bit of undercarriage from scraping on the floor. I if you saw some of the replays, his car looked like it was... Uh, uh, literally just riding the floor. Like there was some, lots of replays they were showing.
1: Oh, they said it was proper. Like, like it was literally like no gap at all.
0: No, there wasn't. It was just sparks. It looked like fire, <laughs> it looked like fireworks. Uh, he was just scraping along, but uh, you have to give it a pass. I mean, they were questionably one of the worst teams last year. Now they're in the top 10. So yeah, well done. It's really good work from them. And yeah, albeit they got the Ferrari engine and like, other teams have the Ferrari engine, and they're not in the top. So, yeah, it's really good work. Really good work from Haas. We're happy to see him up there, and especially Nick as well. So, yeah, he's he's starting to get better and better with the car. In at ninth, Danny Rick, out yep. qualifies his teammate, Norris.
1: <laughs> done well. Woo.
0: Yeah, well done. Well done. Hopefully, he'll ride on the back of this a little bit and uh, begin to improve. But um, if he doesn't keep this trend up, I think yeah. his days are numbered in F1. He can't, he can't be that far off his teammate for the whole year. Yeah, but let's see. Kevin Mag, as always, strong performance. Always back on track because obviously last race was a little bit difficult for him. Uh, this race, he seems to be getting it back. Uh, so Kevin Magnuson in eight, in at seven. Our favourite um, guy for carrying the entire team, Valtteri Bottas. Yep. Uh, yep. When you look at uh, when you look at you. Bottas is carrying like there's what eight positions between the two. Botas is basically
1: just carrying that whole team's future on his shoulders.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, I I actually want to check the points Botas has got. I'll do that on the next bonus. I will check the points. We do who uh, we do the bad back awards. Who's carrying the team the most? So who's <laughs> who's got the highest percentage of points within the team? We call it the bad back awards, and we'll see who's uh, yeah. who's flying high. But I think Bottas is screaming for that. Ke- Bottas oh, and yeah. Kevin Magnusson are screaming for a number one position in the Bad Back Awards. We'll bring I that think, here. I think, I, think,
1: I think it might actually be K-Mag this year, is it? 100% of the
0: points? The Bad Back Awards.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Look forward to introducing that in the bonus. Listen in. Uh, then, yeah, then in at six, Hamilton out qualified by his teammate very interestingly and we're running out of excuses to be honest of why he's been out qualified but um it was mr oh, saturday that done him yeah
1: that was his lowest qualifying in spain since 2009
0: i mean that's phenomenal that's 13 years so that's mad but he just for some reason doesn't like this car this year and um say what you want about russell but uh russell was two positions higher so yeah, Hamilton's just not quite getting the grips of this car yet. It seems like he's fighting it. Then in at five, Sergio Perez, um, as expected, not ahead of Max Verstappen, but uh, like like we say every race, every uh, episode, he's probably saving his tyres for some reason. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, he's tire He was just doing some tire bands, but there it was too hot, so he didn't want to push it.
0: Exactly uh russell fantastic qualifying Merck's upgrade looks like it's coming in i mean it was annoying in the last two races they in the p2 they were top of the boards but uh when it comes to the actual qualifying they're not quite there i mean obviously you don't know what people are carrying uh weight wise and fuel and stuff but uh look like they're on the right trajectory uh but russell yeah he set the purple first sector as well which I know is mostly straights, but that that also means if that's mostly straights, that also shows that they got good uh, pace back on the straights when they're not porpoising so much, but they seem to be finding some pace in at three. Carlos signs the home hero. It'd be nice for him to actually um, get pole or at least, um, or at least uh, get something. But I just, every, every time he does.
1: third's probably best for him. Like,
0: yeah, oh, definitely. He just can't... I don't understand it, though. He was really quick in previous seasons, in previous um, teams. And I, I don't know. I don't know if it's Le Cluck's just got the better of him. I don't know if it's mind games within the team because Ferrari probably favoured Le Cluck a little bit more because Le Cluck's technically the older uh, driver there because he was there before him or what. But um, signs isn't quite in the same pace as Le Cluck. but And it seems like another bad back award. yeah. Stefan struggling, uh, like, uh, like you said before, struggling with DRS issues. He struggled with, a little bit with no power. Red Bull still looks a little bit unreliable, but still managed. Even so, still managed to outclub his teammate and come second. So you can't you can't write him off ever. Yeah. So
1: yeah, they're like their their pace is so good, but their reliability is a bit of a question mark. You said there maybe Christian Horner's. Panic in now with the talk all about how some teams aren't going to make all the races this year. And, you know, yeah, they pretend to like some some teams, like up to seven teams, can miss out on some. And that could potentially be a bit
0: hopefully. It'd be interesting to see. Like they've I mean, had also some big DNFs this year and real real issues, but we'll have to see. And then in at number one, pole lap was Charles Leclerc, And i uh, got a few things to say about that. Obviously, he span out, which we discussed already, which is mad, but he then managed to set an absolute blinding lap, um, which is real fair play to him to really, really recompose yourself, get out there with not much time left and really nail it. Yeah, he looks, when he's at one lap pace, he looks one of the quickest on the, well, obviously one of the quickest in the grid. But one of the things I found most hilarious, and please, uh, listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, at F1PurpleRain at gmod.com, but I believe, did you see who handed him the trophy? For you know, they they give out a little. Um,
1: I, I'm going. I'm going to say I now. You're not wrong.
0: <laughs> it
1: was Carlos Science's dad.
0: <laughs> then, he you know, did not.
1: He did not look one bit happy.
0: Then you, yeah. I mean, good eye because I noticed it as well. But now I had to like double take, and I made a note thinking, I think, I think what I just saw there was. Carlos uh, Carlos signs senior, patting his son on the back and saying, "Unlucky, you're shit." Yeah, and then handing the trophy, signing his name. Which for those listeners that don't know, the trophy you get for getting the pole is they give you a little mini tire which is signed, and that's your little trophy for setting uh, the pole lap and getting pole on the day. But then he had to like hand it to his son's rival, which <laughs> it was just hilarious to watch. <laughs>
1: Yeah, who's beat him every single week, pretty much. That is their home race.
0: And it's their that home is race, the yeah. Like this, this car, the Carlos signs is uh, obviously, Sp- uh, obviously Spanish. It's their home race. A lot of heritage, and he's a very famous rally driver. Uh, very uh, achieved a lot within his. um what I'm looking for within his not zone. career career, but it's no, a better word, discipline. Thank you. He's achieved a lot within his discipline. And then, uh, obviously, well-respected. And then he has to then hand it to <laughs> not his son, but his rival. It's fucking brilliant. I loved it.
1: I, I, I don't know why I thought it would be a good idea to have him present that. Well,
0: exactly. Um, they must have known. <laughs> like, have I mean, you yes. looked at the track record this year? Fucking like, you know, hell. And could you, What well, I loved about it as well. I just imagined uh, Carlos Sainz and his son before the race. They must have known that he was going to give the, the, whoever got polls the trophy. They must have discussed it. They must have had a little family dinner about it and talked about it a lot and then still to throw it away and bin it and give it to, <laughs> give it to his rival. <laughs> I was like, oh, Brian, I'm sure that wasn't on the cards when they had the little family pie. Oh, no,
1: definitely not.
0: Oh, funny. <laughs> well, Ryan, what did you think of the race?
1: Well, I thought that was one of the most better, most better? One of the, the, the better Spanish Grand Prix that we've had.
0: Uh, I have to apologise to the listeners. Normally we're apologising for poor quality, but now I'm going to have to apologise for Ryan's. Uh, he's on death's door here, uh, still recovering from his trip away. But uh, <laughs> we're power through. Yeah,
1: I'll hopefully makes sense. Yeah, it was one of the, one of the better um, Spanish Grand Prix we've had, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, actually, I think it's been my favourite race of the season so far. Um, especially off well, maybe it's just because I'm talking about off the back of Miami because that was dreadful. Uh, um, no, at least it felt like a real race. Um, it was good, yeah. I mean, Spain is not always the best normally, but uh, I, I agree with you that it's one of the better ones we've seen in past times. So, yeah, let's start, let's talk from what happened at the start. So, uh, obviously. Hamilton and Magnussen coming together. Do you think? What's your thoughts on that incident?
1: Um, it was Magnussen's fault.
0: <laughs> Heard it here first. <laughs> no,
1: like obviously Lewis had disadvantage anyway because he is on the mediums, but he's on the inside. And, like he didn't really. There was nowhere else he could have went.
0: I no, I mean I get that, but he also had understeer. So uh, yeah, he's on the he's on the more difficult tire. But I I, I do believe a racing incident. But um, if you yeah, had to point the finger, kid. I think it's Lewis's fault. He was alongside, right. and uh, Lewis you could see he had understeer in the car.
1: Yeah, what, what what else is he supposed to do with that? So like, well, you need to go anywhere.
0: I know I mean, it's racing incident. Definitely. Yeah, but
1: like, I Kevin this is a bit extreme saying that. Oh yeah, Lewis I knew one hundred percent what he was doing. His fault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ramps oh. me. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I thought that was a bit harsh. I was thinking, uh, check the replay, but uh, that's a typical Mangston, isn't it? Just like a little bloody Jack Russell.
1: Yeah, it's stupid, like so, but no, death here is is the first lap, like so.
0: I didn't even realize, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I didn't even realize that Hamilton was on the mediums. Does that mean his Q2 tyre was set on the medium?
1: No, it doesn't matter anymore. They've changed that rule.
0: So, I mean, I've seen it the last couple of races, but I keep meaning to talk to you about it on the podcast. Like they've they've scrapped that rule; you can just start on any tire now.
1: Yeah, so that's why everyone just goes to the soft or the everyone usually just goes for the same tire. Uh-huh. And Hamilton was the only the only one just um, to start on the mediums.
0: He would have won that race, hundred percent. Ah, right. <clears throat> well, let's talk about the wind.
1: Yes, the gust of wind that is so powerful it spins off cars.
0: Interestingly, only the Ferraris and Rebels got affected by the wind. And I, I heard on the commentary as well, even the commentators will thought, is there oil on the track or something? It's very strange. Yeah, they
1: thought other uh, they're like, There's definitely something on the track. There must be definitely something there. And then uh, it turns out there's even a tailwind.
0: Just a little, little bit of tailwind. It's a weird corner as well, because it doesn't look like you throw the car that much. It doesn't look like there puts much G force on like one side of the car more than the other. But yeah. Some wind, Jesus yeah,
1: Christ. It, was, it, was just, it just spins off under the gravel.
0: Maybe it's the big bad wolf, Toto. <laughs> Toto is just in the stands. Just... <laughs> it's Mercedes new tactic. They've got big Toto Wolf in, it, in the stands. Oh, uh, I couldn't believe it. And what well, to be honest, when I saw because well, Science was the first one to spin off, I was wetting myself. I oh, thought, oh my god, that guy has wrecked more cars. <laughs> Oh, no. he is definitely, definitely not going to see out his entire contract with Ferrari. Has, has a
1: has a decent qualifying, finishing third, and then he just rather be spins by some wind. I didn't, I didn't I did have to say I enjoyed when Max Verstappen spun off. Yeah, but unfortunately, he recovered quite well.
0: Yeah, really well considering, actually. Yeah, <laughs> uh, unbelievable, unbelievable wind that that made it interesting because they were both see top runners who uh got got done out big time but uh oh, i mean listening to max during the race about his drs oh just and also wetting myself <laughs> just oh. listening to the radio where he's talking to his engineers on the pit wall just, they're like max you're pressing it more than once yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, like, it's, like, it's
1: like max just press the button once <laughs>
0: <laughs> prophet crying his eyes out
1: press like 50 times or something on one straight
0: and you watched it it's like boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely fucked though but uh, oh, yeah. uh it made oh, yeah. the race super interesting because it just it, show, it shows how powerful it is the drs because you could see how close he was and had no chance at, and that, that's the Red Bull, and we've said many uh, episodes that is so fast in the straight line, but had nothing on the Mercedes without DRS. Without yeah, it was it was
1: strange to see like the Mercedes outpacing it for like once. Yeah, yeah, it was then, really nice. Did you hear his comments like um, after the race about the they asked him you know, uh, you know George Russell was doing so well defending against you you know what a great drive and he was like I would have done the same if I was in his position. He can't even. He can't even acknowledge like other drivers like driving well.
0: No, he's just um, so self centered. That's why he's so hard to like. Mm, Because like Russell
1: was defending so well for so long.
0: Yeah, exactly. In a much uh, inferior car, much inferior car, and just and even when he sent it up the inside, Russell hung out. No, no, he sent it around the outside. Sorry, Russell just rang him out. Loves it. and then the radio oh, that's what I hate about Red Bull. they're just sneaky fucking slimy snakes. What straight away that the engineers on the radio just for people to listen to saying, Well, I'm not saying he didn't leave you any space on the track, but you know Yeah, <laughs> hint, and, uh, hint, and, Michael Massey, are you still there?
1: Yeah, they were like they were like uh oh how uh, Russell's waving in the breaking zone. Uh, I, I don't think he was. He just they, placed his car in the way, right place.
0: They're just so slimy. Like, just be just, like, be direct. S- say, we've we've like, just be direct. Say, look, we've noted. Um, don't worry, Verstappen. We've noted that he's weaving. Don't worry, Verstappen. We're note we're we're noting that he left you no space on the track. But instead, the, the way they word it, it's just it's just so slimy, and it's just it's that's what really makes them hard to like as a team. Is they're just like whore the media whore. Then the fucking engineers are slimy as fuck, and then Max Verstappen is running around. Like no one else is even on the track. He thinks he's fucking God's gift. Yeah,
1: and then what? Like, word race? What race six? And they've already given like team orders.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. That I really felt for Perez. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Max would have took him anyway. But I just it was like why he he didn't spin off. He ha- he made no mistake. He has every right for that position. And I completely. That's why the team's slimy. Like it, it's. We're not that far, we're not even halfway into the season and they're already deciding that Perez is not going to have a chance. Well, how about give it to Perez? Do you know what I mean? He's, he deserved it. Like, maximum points. Like
1: like you've seen, like, like, like Verstappen could not get past Russell and then Perez came out nowhere and was like, look, I'm faster, let me go. And they were like, no.
0: Yeah, Perez took Russell much, much, did actually take him very quickly in comparison. So it's... Yeah, I don't. I think Timo orders this early on in the season. is not right. But I get it. But it just doesn't sit well, does it? Oh. Max shouldn't. It shouldn't be called Red Bull. It should be called the Max Verstappen show. Yeah,
1: it should be. Max Verstappen racing.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't enjoy that at all. And then, uh, obviously, towards the end, we had uh, the, the issue with the Mercs um feel i really feel fountain because he other well he, he, again just fucking he's a bad luck magnet this, yeah. this season like,
1: another, another race and like some more bad luck like he yeah. had done so well he done so well to catch bodass and Signs and then overtook them so easily and then he was flying yeah and i then, mean he
0: pulled a huge gap on signs really quickly and to be honest like we re- overtook them very very easily and actually, yeah. when I first saw him catching signs and they were saying chasing, catching three laps, I was like, mm, I don't think so. It's a Ferrari. <laughs> nice try, but they're on the same, yeah. they, were, they were on the same tire strategy. And signs' tires were just a very similar age. So I was thinking, not a chance, but we'll see when he gets there. And then just fucking blinded past him. And I was like, what is going on in that Merc? <laughs>
1: yeah. And then he just sped away. And, then, and they were like, and they're like, give him a few more laps. He probably might have caught Russell as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was flying out there. Really, I really felt for him not getting, um, not getting more. Well, not he got points, but he should have got more. And uh, yeah. it's another race where Russell looks like the golden hero. And fair due to him, he had a phenomenal race against Max. So it's the most I've enjoyed watching Russell this season. Where I yeah. was quite happy to see him still on the podium.
1: <laughs> yeah, he done well to be fair. Like, but it was just getting held him with more bad luck. Getting I stuff. Still- I still think Caldo will win a race before Russell does this year. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think so as well. It uh, annoyed me though on social media, people coming out already and saying, "Oh, Hamilton should just give up. He's this is this is um, not. Uh, he just doesn't care anymore. He should give up. He's she's just retire. He's obviously not well. Got, he's he almost... not got the legs anymore." And and like, have any of these people watched that race? Because for yeah. me, he was phenomenal, like the best. Well, he, he
1: almost he almost did give up though, didn't he? Yeah, he said he was like. Um, so we just save the engine, guys, and they're like, "No, Lewis, we just we've got this. Just go." And they actually said afterwards, he's like, "I'm so happy they told me to stay out."
0: Yeah, uh, to be honest, I I was also a little bit uh, retire. This is this is done. And so they, to be honest, he, he, said was... Himself,
1: he was himself. like, I was like fifty odd seconds behind after like a lap. He's like, like what do you do from there?
0: And he was one of the first people to pit as well. The second obviously for him, the second pit, yeah, not I'm not talking about the, the one where he got the puncture. Yeah. he was the so if you imagine he hadn't got the puncture and he was just started dead last, he was still one of the first ones to come in early. And uh, and I was like, Oh, that's too early, Lewis. You've got you need to hold them out, those tires. But yeah, it shows I know nothing about the sport because he wrung the neck out of that car all the way up the pack. Yeah, because really they're wild.
1: obviously like focused on the front and then every other lap, you just said helm, don't move up. Two yeah. places, you are like, Oh, oh okay, it was okay. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice, sick. What the, what the hell's going on? <laughs>
0: exactly, yeah. And I was thinking, I mean, even my wife came in and she was like, Oh, where's Hamilton? And I was like, Oh, no, 15th, races race is over. And then uh, she came back down like an hour later, he's sick. And I was like, Yep, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how it happened either.
1: Absolutely phenomenal drive, like, yeah. definitely his best drive of the year.
0: Uh, I'd be interested to rewatch. I don't know how many people he took in the pits or how many people he took on track, but it would be interesting interesting to see.
1: Yeah, we, yeah, definitely.
0: Rewatch the race because yeah. I think you can rewatch the race just through his camera uh, with the uh, F1 uh, TV app. Oh, That'll be good. Watch the whole race. Yeah, I might do that and then get back to you. Right yeah, then, should country. we go through the grid. So, oh uh, we, uh, well, we didn't mention him, but uh, we're we'll mentioning now the first of DNF. Charles Clerk. Le- 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 unbelievable.
1: Shock. Another Ferrari masterclass. Like, if it's not one of the drivers, it's their car.
0: I mean, they're going to give it to Red Bull in the end. They've got the car to win this season, for sure. They have the drivers, for sure. But if it's either, like you said, it's either the car or the drivers, one of them will fuck up. Yeah. Most Normally, it's... mostly sides.
1: <laughs> yeah. Axi <laughs> felt. To be fair, I actually felt so sorry for John Zaclair. He was so far ahead. Yeah. And <sighs> like he, he, he didn't
0: it. he didn't get into this wind trouble or anything. So he was like miles ahead of everyone. And I was like, he, he I think he had nearly a full pit stop on the rest of the pack.
1: He, he did, so he, he pitted. He he did his first pit stop, but he came out like six or seven seconds ahead still. Oh, and then was. opened up to like eleven, I think it was, and then that's when he just had no power.
0: Uh I, I do feel for him. Like I there's nothing
1: to- worse when you're watching the sport and then they're like, "Oh, there's a car going slow. That's a Ferrari. Let's charge it, Claire." <laughs> and then he just he goes to the rear and he's like, "He's like, no, no."
0: <laughs> it's the same. It was the same with Max as well. Like, yeah. There's, there's there's a Red Bull in the gravel. It's Max Verstappen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck! I was screaming at the TV though when I saw Max in the gravel. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs>
1: I because, like um, obviously I watched it, like afterwards because I like didn't see it, and um, as he went the gravel, and I was like he went the gravel. I was like oh, but sure he went. Oh, that makes it even worse.
0: And I did enjoy it. Well, Charles Luker got pole, then came last, but it's part of the sport. So in uh, number nineteen, uh, another non finisher DNF, Joe Wang, <laughs> Joe Guan Yu. Joe Guanyu. Nailed
1: it. Nailed it. I
0: panicked. I, I panicked. I'm, like, I'm not going to make this a joke anymore. I'm not going to make this a running joke anymore. We need to yeah. get off, off from this subject. And then I was looking at the name going, "Uh, it's not close. It's not close. It's not close. It's, not close. it's Joe Well, Joe Guine- to be fair,
1: in the race, I took Martin Bundle two times to get his name right, so.
0: It's not that difficult. I'm not sure why we, why we struggle. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, again, this contributes to the Bad Back Awards, unfortunately, for Joe yeah. uh, Yu. uh that, Well, anyway, that contributed, anyway, for sure, to the Bad Back Awards for Valtteri Bottas, because he just scoring points left, right, and centre. And we're going to yeah, pull up that table, be. I think. Yeah. Check check that out. But, yeah, I don't know what the engine issue was. Uh, that In at number 18, we have Alex Alba, who was lapped twice who was outperformed by his teammate. For once. I know. He needs to change his hair colour back to being normal. He hey, to you- focus on his driving, not his hair colour.
1: We'll talk about that, Joey. I'll talk about the TV when we get to him. But yeah, Alex Albon, not a great weekend, to be fair.
0: No, maybe there was an issue, but I don't know. In at 17, Kevin Magnussen. Obviously, had the incident with Hamilton. He came off, you would argue, worse, because he hit. Went, had to go through the gravel. Probably running some underfloor damage as well. Uh but yeah, yeah, race racing incident. I felt felt for both of them when they both went off, but uh, Hamilton wrung the neck out of his car to get to the top and Magnussen, maybe the pace wasn't there with the underfloor damage, but yeah, he couldn't he couldn't muster anything after that. <clears throat> then in its sixteenth, Nicholas the TV. Yeah. Do
1: you know, uh, do you know, I I find the sky really condescending about him. Yeah. They were like they were like, he's finished sixteenth, probably the drive of his year. It looks like he's really get the car under him. Now he really understands the car. And I'm like, he's finished sixteenth.
0: Well, yeah. Like, but when you take on. when you take out the two DNFs, that's eighteenth.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> which is there's only eighteenth, nineteenth, twentieth. So uh one of oh. them was a crash, the Magnuson. So he, he actually only finished. When you take out of all the other factors out out of it, he only finished just above his teammate in nineteenth.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm like
0: <laughs> drive of his life I mean I'm like
1: where yeah, the driver the driver says you know, if he's really under, he really looks like he understands the car now it's like just say well done he he's 16th
0: no exactly I mean uh, it is frustrating but good for him he's above Al- mm. Albon that's a result definitely for him so well done
1: yeah he definitely did it
0: in at number 15th we have Lance Strong also lapped. He was the first. Of the, he was the last of the people that only lapped once, because the rest up to 16 onwards were lapped twice. Mm. Um, yeah, not just not a great weekend for Aston Martin in general. They, yeah. uh, even though they look like the Red Bull, they're nothing like the Red Bull.
1: Yeah, they didn't. They didn't perform like a Red Bull at all.
0: But the thing is, you have to understand: Red Bull build their engine around their chassis, around the the, the aerodynamics. It's all one unit. That's why they took on the Red Bull powertrain. They build it to all go together. If you then build a car that looks like a Red Bull but has a Mercedes engine in it, they don't go together. It's two puzzle pieces yeah. that don't fit. Do you know what I mean? So that's why, from my perspective, it's not going to work. You need to build around your engine. Because everything needs to be seamless and, and, uh, like, another word for seamless. (laughs) I can't think of. Another word
1: for for seamless? Yeah. I I don't know. My brain isn't working today. But we'll leave it as seamless.
0: We'll leave it (laughs) seamless. In at number 14th, Michael Schumacher. He also lacked once, but uh, I have to say, I thought he was going to score points again today. I was really gutted to see him drop down at the end, but they were on the wrong strategy. They yeah. they didn't um, get the strategy right. I think if he was on the right strategy, he might have got into the top 10 today because he looked quick um, in places as well. But t- he's going to come. His first points will come for sure. But
1: Just towards uh, the end, he was dropped off like so.
0: Yeah, his ties are gone. Then uh, Pierre Gasly, again outperformed. I mean, by... Yuki Sonoda, um there's a definitely shift of dynamics in that team. I don't know what's going on, Pierre Gasly, and I rarely yeah, see him come it's... out and talk much anymore.
1: Yeah, he did have a great weekend at all, the, like all the gala. He? So
0: he's just not getting together with his car this this season. Um, and Tsunoda is a complete it's like a complete pendulum swing in the team, uh, from one side to the other. So yeah, hopefully he gets a bit of pace back because when he He's on it. He was, can be really, really quick. But for some mm-hmm. reason, he's a little bit like another driver in at number 12, Danny Ricciardo or Ricciardo.
1: Rick, yeah. What has gone on with him? Like,
0: I don't know. I mean, his teammate finished four places above him and had tonsillitis. Is, <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so I think, I think <clears throat> drivers at risk are definitely Danny Ricciardo. And definitely, Carlos signs this season for me. They're in my uh, driver at risk list. Oh, okay. What drivers, I just, I, drivers that won't see out their whole contract?
1: Yeah, I just don't understand where his pace has gone.
0: I don't get it. Like he was phenomenal in the Red Bull. He was uh, also wicked in the Renault and wicked in the McLaren. And uh, I mean, he's changed teams a lot, so you think adapting to new cars would be easier? But
1: yeah, this c just he just has nothing this year, like. I she mean, when I say
0: he was quick in the McLaren, I'm one about his one win in Monza last year, but to yeah. miss the rest of the season, he wasn't that quick. So he just, I don't know, he's struggling with the McLaren. Not, Don't understand it. But he needs to get it together because he, he won't last. Like, yeah. no matter how much you're likable, and he's definitely the most likable driver on the grid, but that ain't going to keep you in the sport. Oh, yeah. Then, in at number 11, another likable guy, Sebastian Vettel, which I... Felt like he had a pretty solid race, considering the car's not very good. But uh they just... Aston Martin need to get it together. I think if Aston Martin had a quick car, like at the Haas, I think uh, they'd be getting podiums. Really? Well, yeah. I th- Yeah. Well, I mean, look at Bottas. He's been pretty close to the podium. And look at fucking Magnussen. He's also been pretty close to the podium. And they're normally not great cars. But if Aston Martin was in the mix, it would pick up points when... You know, when the wind, when there's tailwind, <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> or the Ferrari that... breaks down, or Signs has crashed, or DRS is not opening, but that's the days when there's points to be picked up, or in the wet, and they're nowhere near at the sharp end enough to be picking up these points.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's it.
0: That's from twenty to eleven.
1: Okay, so that I'll move on to the top ten. So in tenth place, Yuki Tsunoda. Good drive from him this weekend, outpaced his teammate, starting to look like he's getting the car underneath him. Seems to have got rid of his mistakes that he made loads last year, which is good to see. So maybe him working away with Alex Albon and moving away at least helped.
0: I was, uh, I was just going to say the same thing. Like, Can you imagine if you're Alex Albon, you spent a whole season training this guy and now he's uh, finishing at like 10 places higher than you?
1: Yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah, like, you get
0: offered the shittest car on the grid
1: you like you know what, fuck you.
0: <laughs> you would be, wouldn't you? Like, fuck you, Red Bull.
1: Yep, you Bunch of bastards. Cheers. I'll just sit here in the back of the grid here. Sure, don't worry. Um, the ninth place. What this is? This is another great drive. Fernando Alonso. Obviously, he started last from taking the penalty for the engine. Yeah. And then just worked his worked his way through the field. Yeah. After ninth.
0: I think Fernando Alonso is is amazing considering he's one of the oldest on the grid now. Um, oh yes, he
1: yes, yes, is today. 41.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can say people lose it. You know like a footballer say so they haven't got the legs anymore, they've they haven't got mm-hmm. the final yard or whatever, but um, there's been enough drivers at this age to prove that it's it's not always about the quickest reactions, it's about your understanding of, and your racecraft and he's got a fantastic racecraft, so really good effort oh, yeah. like you said from dead last
1: oh yeah he's he's brilliant um then eighth obviously mr Tonsilitis, the hannah norris <laughs> like that must have been the worst like hour and a half two hours of his life
0: yeah i can only imagine like i mean that was a hot track as well like 37 degrees just oh. baking with tonsilitis. <laughs> yeah <It'd> be awful <laughs>
1: There's only so much water that he could probably drink <laughs> that would uh, help. That would have been horrific. <clears throat> um and then in seventh, another good solid drive from Esteban Ocon.
0: Yeah. yeah he's the really steady.
1: Alpine are just scoring points. Yeah. Like consistently.
0: They have a good race car. Um and they're not making mistakes like anybody else. They keep picking up points. I think uh they're not making mistakes like the other teams.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's just um like they're both just picking up. Not, not massive points, but just, consistently, just consistent points. And then our favourite, carrying the whole team on his back driver in yeah. sixth, Bottas.
0: I mean, that's phenomenal. I think sixth is phenomenal, considering you have to take out the two Red Bulls in front of you. Then normally there's the two Ferraris. Um, sometimes the uh, Alfa Romeo is definitely the best of the rest. So better oh, than Mercedes, okay. I think. It's yeah. better the than the Mercedes. Uh, Bottas is just chipping away,
1: and he and he was he, he was fourth for a long time, but obviously his strategy was different because uh, he was on a, he was one of the only ones, like the only driver actually on a two stop. Yeah, and he said no nah, we should have done three two stop was definitely the, the wrong choice.
0: Yeah, I mean he lost just loads of positions at the end. His tires were gone, <coughs> like, his tires were bleeding. Yeah, I think if he was on the right strategy, which appeared to be the three stop, if he was on the right strategy. I'm not sure he I think he would have finished higher. I'm not sure where, but I definitely think he would have finished higher.
1: Mm, I think he probably to third, maybe. Yeah. And then fifth, Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> what a drive.
0: Driver of the day. And he, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't even get that very often when he's had phenomenal no. drives. I think yeah. you know when you even had the Brazil one, and correct me if I'm wrong, anyone out there listening at F1 Purple Rain. F1 Purple Rain at gmail.com. In the Brazil, when he had probably the best race I've ever seen in my life, well also from the back to the front twice. Uh and won it. He didn't get driver of the day, I don't think. So people don't like voting for him, but at least people yeah. out there saw it this time. Fuck. Yeah. Real I phenomenal.
1: I, that is like it, well, like it was such a good recovery, like it's such a good drive. They would ended the streak in Spain, though. He had won for like the past like five years in a row. Yeah. But he was never going to win the day. I don't think, unless unless he didn't get that little nudge at the start. But what well, we may never do. Yeah,
0: um, we, we won't. I ah, uh, yeah. Hindsight, I'd love to have seen if yeah. he'd never got that nudge, if he'd won it. But you know what? Sometimes he gets the bit between his teeth, like and um, grinds it out. And I think once he got into that zone, there's nothing stopping him. But I think if he didn't get like didn't get the contact, and was just Sitting there in traffic behind fourth, maybe he would never have moved up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think sometimes he reacts to having a bad incident, but he reacts in the right way. A bit like Michael Jordan in the Last Dance. he's like yeah. he gets a little thing in his head, and he's like, "That ain't that ain't gonna fucking that ain't gonna fly."
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He, everything he just he saw his head, he goes and I took that personally.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just forgot the phrase, and I took that personally. If he came out and said that on the on the radio, I'd have loved it. Yeah, that's that. just think with Maxson. I took that personally. That <laughs> just gunned it to the front. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> then um, fourth place, Carlos Sainz. Probably not where he expected to finish, but when you spin um, in the middle of the road by due to some wind. That's probably the best you have to hope for. Like,
0: <laughs> I, mean, I was, I was wetting myself when I saw him spin off. I was like, this guy. <laughs> first, he first he gets his rival, his dad, to hand the uh, pole <laughs> pole trophy to his rival, and then it's his home race. He can't even get on the podium,
1: and couldn't. he's got he the, by the car. Yeah, exactly. He needs he needs to get his act together and quick.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Um, and then third, George Russell.
0: Georgie boy.
1: Another good result from George. Some some great defending. His defending of the Red Bulls are fantastic. I think that's what sort of really helped him stay up there.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, that's some of the best driving I've seen from him. Um I didn't even call him Mr. Saturday when he had a race like that. So phenomenal, phenomenal. Mm. I really, really enjoyed it. Just kept planting the car in the right place. Just, I mean... Kept just making it impossible for uh, and, and holding both Red Bulls up at the one point. So Perez was waiting to go past Verstappen. Verstappen's waiting to go past Ross. Yeah. It clearly not the faster car, but they just couldn't get past him, which was fantastic to watch. Good racing.
1: The second place Perez with the fastest lap as well.
0: Yeah, well, the deserved winner of the race, I would say. Yeah,
1: yeah. So as he said, we will speak later. I he mean, did not tell at
0: all. Like no, and rightly so. He gave the win mm-hmm. to his teammate. Like as I've already mentioned, very slimy the way they handled it. Uh, because it, when the shoe was on the other foot, there was no question. And I think it's uh, yeah, not fair. And they won't be able to keep a driver like him. Look, Red Bull, have, Red Bull have struggled to have a second driver in that team for a long time. They struggled with Albon. They struggled with Gasly. Anyone that's gone beside toe to toe with Max, they struggled. So they get someone in with experience that's got reasonably good race pace, but has enough experience to not be binning it like the other drivers were, but also is really good on tyres. It gives them more uh, tactical leeway within the race, that they can have someone that's always going to be on a different strategy, is really good at tyre management, which Perez is fantastic at and that's how he wins races. But then to just fucking throw it in his face, they'll lose him if they keep playing shit like that.
1: They'll yeah, I, the I think they will. Because like like he like, this year he's handled the car better than Max and no, max has won like every time he's dnf but he always seems to have some sort of issue whereas perez just can handle the car and if you're telling him in a race six like you have no chance just move get out of his way yeah like don't overtake him when you're obviously the faster driver yeah it's just i think it was embarrassing and you think you're right I think he might look they might lose him because yeah. he is one of the reasons why max won last year
0: yeah
1: by times so he stuck at the hamilton and stuck at anyone else who tried to get near Max it was
0: brilliant yeah, 100% I mean you join that team to win races and if they're not if they're going to let you sit in the team but not win races why would you fucking bother
1: yeah well Ho- Horner said after the race that there was no point in taking any risks with the drivers but the way he was talking you're just like okay he, he just wants Verstappen to win no one else like that's legit yeah. no, I did feel I did feel really sorry for um for Perez and then obviously in first place Max Verstappen yet again Twenty fourth career win. Um, every time he's every time he's finished a race, he's won.
0: Yeah, I mean, even though he had no DRS, he spun off the track. He was let in to win by his teammate. Uh, yeah, it felt a little bit undeserved. Like when bad luck's going your way, you should there should be a race where you don't you don't always get top place. And I think Perez didn't. I don't want to keep talking about Perez, but I just feel for him real bad. And yeah, okay, like Max. I think maybe Max would have won anyway, but then they should have let him race it out. Like you should, you should yeah. be on. You should get the win on merit, not and spinning out is not merit.
1: Yeah, but I don't think if Leclerc didn't go out, I don't think he would have won. No. I think I would be in Leclerc's race, but yeah, um, it's just no, just another another race where he picks up a win and then we have to sit and listen to Horner tell the world how amazing he is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So that was the fucking Catalonia Wind Mixer Grand Prix. Grand, yep. And I have to say, it's one of the better races we've watched. I enjoyed it a lot. I hope there are more like this will happen this season. I'm looking forward to the next race, though. You know which way we're racing? Do you know where we're uh, racing?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're racing Monaco.
0: Do you Have you seen the weather forecast for Monaco?
1: I'll play Tamet Rain. It's rain. Oh, yes. That is going <laughs> to make it. That's going to make good
0: yeah it's forecast rain on the race only so it could Ooh. change um because normally sometimes it's only if it's like a three, three or four days you would say it's solidly definitely going to rain but it's only yeah. forecast for that day so i'm fingers mm. crossed i'm dead hoping that it's going to rain on the race because that will change everything
1: oh yeah 100 because
0: or else it's just a parade it's not a race so the drive yeah
1: well <laughs> well People say, well, these new cars are bigger as well, so it'll make it even harder to like, overtake them on a go.
0: Um, I'm s- hoping so much for Ring. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for it. It's going to be great. Yeah, it'll make or break that race, for sure. Hopefully. Let's see. Uh, do you want to go through some uh, what I like to call Ryan's notepad?
1: <laughs> Jesus. I'm sure, sure we'll get in trouble for that.
0: <laughs> AKA, all, all the has come from Ted's notebook.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, so obviously he will start. They we were talking about um uh, the team orders with Perez. That was the the main focal point for a bit. It was about how Perez is unhappy about it, but that they'll be having talks after the race, which would be interesting to come out. Now I'll, I'll just come out saying that Perez is happy enough for what he has to do.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, they say they have talks, and what will happen is they will sit Perez down and they say Max is number one. What's the what's the problem?
1: Yeah, because. Toto did he, like, not Toto, sorry, Horner did he even say they had a number one driver? Because they were like, so, does this is a show that you have a one and two? And he's just like, well, he's like, no, I don't know about the team, you know, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, it's 100% that it's first happened. like
0: They really, Red Bull really need to look at the optics because the way that their team looks like when they run, it looks bad. I and mean, it's hard to watch. They need to look at the optics. But I mean, yeah, there must be some money in it in the way like they, they must lose some money or sponsorship based on the way the team looks like it's being run
1: oh yeah I would say I would say so as well Like, I'm sure they're not
0: doing bad though I mean yeah no
1: no and then um, they were talking about how Red Bull have been taking some weight off the car this weekend <laughs> that's potentially why the DRS might not have worked
0: it took off the lever that operates it. Yeah. Don't, yeah. What's this? We don't need this. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> <definitely>, uh, <laughs> Yep.
1: That just goes straight in the bed.
0: Uh, I think that was the lever that activates the DRS. <laughs> no. Nah, yeah, it nah. weighs too much. Let's get rid of it. We can get yeah. a bit of uh <laughs> string.
1: Don't don't need it. Don't need it at all. Oh,
0: funny. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you start taking things off the car.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, all the big pits. they were saying that next month is the showdown between the FIA and Lewis Hamilton in terms of jewellery gate.
0: Well, oh, that'd be interesting.
1: So on Friday practice, if he hasn't took out his nose ring, if they wanted to, they could just say he's not fit to drive and not let him out.
0: That's going to be interesting. And I'm glad Ted, Ted's still on it. He loves this story, doesn't he?
1: Oh, he does. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> proper into it. Like-
0: <laughs> uh yeah let's see i mean practice is um well we're recording this uh obviously after the race and now but so yeah so so only a week away the race isn't it so practice only a couple days
1: i know it's just stupid like it's like they've got so many other things to worry about and they're they're just going straight at him for jewelry
0: i don't understand it at all
1: but but it should be interesting to see if they i don't think they would ban him for monaco
0: it's really strange. And I love that it was Seb Vettel got behind it as well, just wearing his pants over the top of his yeah. overalls.
1: Like, could you, could you imagine like, the amount of like, viewership they'd lose or even sponsors if Lewis Hamilton wasn't in a race because they banned him?
0: Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what they're going to do. Like, I bet they're, they're, I bet they're, I know what the FIA like. They're, I bet they'll stand, stand their ground to the very end. They'll be, how dare he challenge yeah. this rule? How who does then, he think he is? So, like,
1: and, then some, and then some sponsors will come in and go, like, Harblin has to drive or we'll pull out. And they're like, uh, no, no, okay, okay, okay. Yes. yes sorry. We uh, we're a bit strict in the stance of jewelry. So Hamblin, yes. I'd I, I go.
0: Yeah. I, I'm really interested to see how it works. I mean, he's on the face of everything as well. Like the game. Could you imagine? Like his face yeah. is on everything. Yeah. Humble he's through.
1: actually literally everywhere. Like It'll be very interesting
0: to see how they play that out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they didn't, where Ted O'Bick, Ted's notebook was on, they didn't know what Norse was like. Obviously, like, he didn't, they didn't know he had tons slightest, but apparently, when he, he had to get help out of his car, and um, couldn't walk, he like, really couldn't walk back to, his, to the, um. what do you call their... Motorhome. Yes, that's it, that was what I was <laughs> it
0: <laughs> uh, for the listeners i was just getting like uh charades <laughs> yeah, yeah. for those of you, you obviously couldn't see but he was sort of like giving me the worst charades you've ever seen just doing like a teepee <laughs> that thing <Yeah>. that's called. <laughs> yeah yep. motor, uh, right? yes
1: yeah yeah Apparently, he had to get he had to get help does murahumano can walk so wow. you can imagine what he must have been like after like after driving like that like
0: yeah and it was roasting hot as well but I mean, as we mentioned before, but still finishes ahead of Danny Ricciano.
1: I know. It's a bar. So, like, um, I mentioned Gasly was obviously given a five-second penalty for the collision with Stroll. Then, obviously, bumped him down a wee bit more. Um, Alex Albon was the only one to stop four times in the race. Because, <laughs> apparently, his tyres were just, like, going on fire for, like, a lap or two. Really? They were just gone. Yeah, basically, his tyres just couldn't last at all. And he was just constantly in the pits.
0: Just baking tyres.
1: Yeah. And, and they and
0: marshmallows they marshmallows at the yeah, side of the
1: they, track but they still didn't decide to use the hards I was like nah they'll just, they're just like, use hards it'll be
0: right, I don't know why they didn't I I really wanted to see someone try the hards as well but it's mad well, that, it's, it, that everyone reckons it was obviously quicker to do three stops on three mediums or one soft and then three mediums
1: I know it, it was stu- stupid like why well, just put on the hards and just try your luck for so I'm sure the hards would last a little bit longer like well I,
0: yeah no <laughs> Also, um, it's not like you have to heat them up. The track was mental hot this weekend.
1: Oh, yeah, like, so, so hot. Uh, Yeah, and then there's just some bits about, like, Toto Wolf was just talking about, you know, they're only half a second off the pace now, but they've still got a wee gap to go. But he seemed really optimistic about the car now.
0: Ah, yeah, that's good. I mean, when you saw the race pace, it looked good, really good. I wasn't sure after qualifying. And they've twice in P2 finished top of the time boards in uh, practice. But uh, you can't take anything from practice. You just don't know what people are running.
1: Exactly. Yeah, like people's long runs and all. Like You just don't know what they're doing.
0: But it's optimistic. Yeah, let's see. I yeah. mean, with Monaco being... Uh, and Russell's come out and said he's really looking forward to Monaco because the porpoising will affect their car least because it's not a top speed track. Do you know what I mean? It's a very low speed track. So they reckon they might have a really good car there. So, I don't know. I don't think it can be as good as the Ferrari or the Red Bull, but let's see. Um, Obviously, I'd love it if it happened, but let's see.
1: Well, we all know that there's only going to be one Ferrari racing on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, Charles Eclair doesn't have the best of history at Monaco.
0: No. Well, I I heard it here first. I don't think a Ferrari will finish that race. (laughs) Yeah. I, when you said one Ferrari I forgot about Leclerc's history at Monaco I was just assuming it was another dig on Carlos Sainz, yeah. and then I oh, realised yeah. you went for uh, your reference to his really bad performance at Monaco because it's his home R- Grand Prix and he's never had a good race there I mean and when we, say, when we say good race I mean poor races where he's just like crashed it into a wall and made huge mistakes uh, quite often in Monaco so I know
1: it's stupid like like him, him crashing Nicky Ladder's car was probably his low, li- his, his low point of his life.
0: His confidence on that track must be completely at the very bottom of the pit.
1: When he gets to that one turn where he always crashes, he must be like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just can't believe how much he's been th- cars on that track. I'm very excited to see uh, how he performs. And I'm sure Carlos Stein- this would be Carlos sign's best chance to get pole. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm maybe, sure he'll bid it.
1: Or maybe Charles Aclaro we do we did last year, where he gets pulled and then just smashes it into the car, into the wall anyway, so no one else can get it. Just red flags it.
0: I can't wait to see who ends up spending their budget at the first and who ends up taking penalties because there's a couple of drivers that are on their way and the early doors. Yeah. Ultimately. But, uh, so, I'm expecting a Latifi crash. I'm expecting a signs crash over the whole weekend, including practices. And I'm expecting Le- Leclerc to crash over the whole weekend.
1: Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to throw a Michael Schumacher there as well. I'd be, I'd be Mick Schumacher. Uh, to crash? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good shout. I'm also going to predict while we're uh, uh, predicting. We uh, Do you want to do a full prediction? Top three, first out, fastest lap.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right. Well, right. well, this is just it off the bat. Okay, so I gotta go. Top three will be Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, and Sergio Perez.
0: Lewis, Max, Perez. Interesting. Fastest,
1: fastest lap, George Russell. Yeah. First, first out.
0: Yeah.
1: Charles Leclerc. Ooh.
0: I'm gonna go. Uh, I wanna, I don't want to go the same as you. So i will just try to uh, change it up a little bit. But uh, I will go Ham. Uh, it's really hard not to go the same as you I'll go Ham Russell Max totally not Mercedes fans meaning you
1: yeah definitely not
0: Uh, fastest lap I'll go Max and then first to retire I'll go Sainz
1: big Ferrari fans here (laughs) big Ferrari fans
0: Uh, I was thinking Magnussen for some reason for first to retire or Joe Guanyu but yeah let's see let's see heard it here first
1: heard it here first heard it here first
0: Right. Well, Ryan, I think we wrap up. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Um, please, if you want to write in, write into f1purplerain at gmail.com. Um, please follow us on all of our social accounts. It was a really good race in Barcelona. Let's hope we get the rain and everyone I think keeps their fingers crossed for a wet Monaco race.
1: Yeah, so just before we go, I just want to say that we are potentially thinking about uh, redoing the layout of our podcast As we've came to realise after six races that trying to add this and get this out on time is an absolute nightmare. And I think Dom can agree with that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the way we've been recording previously is we watched the whole race weekend and then we tried to fit it all into one massive record. And then I spent three days editing it to get it down to a reasonable time for you guys to listen to. And we decided we're just going to record short stints after each uh, after each session, and then we'll stitch them together. So it'll be much should be more seamless and more fresh. That's the idea.
1: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it works well. But sure, we'll try it out, and then you, if you could give us our, um, some feedback on it, that would be excellent. So we can see what we're going to do moving forward. Obviously, Dob said there. You know, email in at f one at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at f1purplerain. And let us know there. Perfect. And hopefully, by, by Morrigo, my voice will be
0: back to normal. <laughs> yeah, he is a corpse of a man. Uh, you, you listeners should be glad you cannot see it. But uh, it's been fantastic. Well, Ryan.
1: Yes, well, thanks everyone for listening. And All until right. next time.
0: Thanks for listening. Until next time. Thanks everyone for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, please write into the podcast at f1purplerain at gmail.com
1: or get in contact with us through our Instagram page at F1 Purple Rain.